episode 25 of the Utility Players Podcast. We've made it 25, not, maybe not weeks, but we've made it 27 weeks recording, uh, 25 episodes. Welcome, boys. Yo, yo. It, it hasn't What's, been 25 straight weeks, hasn't it? I never thought about that. I thought it has been. 26, I think. I, I misspoke. Because yeah. I thought I, miss- I missed... We, yeah, we missed a few here and there, but hey, 25 episodes, that's impressive as is, so I don't even think it matters. I've been trying to track it. Yeah, I've been trying to track it with my pregnancy. (laughs) And so, damn, that's pretty close. What's the ratio with that? How many uh, weeks is she compared to how many? Yeah, we're at 36 weeks. 36? Okay. Yeah. In there. The final countdown. Yeah, any any yeah. minute now. No, 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 no. <laughs> Listen, nope. you're gonna Not stay ready. in there the whole time. Not ready. Make sure you're ripe. She, yep, she needs to stay in there for four more weeks. It's gonna happen when you least expect it. No, 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 uh-uh. <laughs> no. Nope. It's gonna be the middle the of day podcast week, episode. <laughs> day or week of that it's supposed to happen. That's how everything in my life is set up right now. It needs to happen then. So. He's like, don't put but, that hey. on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> if it happens earlier, it happens earlier. I mean, at this point, it can happen any second. So, and the way she moves, it feels like it's about ready to go. <laughs> you know, who knows? So there's the, we, we were just talking a little bit how it was, uh, the last time all four of us recorded was episode 21. So, you know, let's chop it up, uh, you know, in the allegedly. beginning of the episode, then we'll kind of allegedly. allegedly, and then we'll kind of lead into other topics, but. Um, you know, what have you guys kind of learned from this whole process of us creating or us kind of jumping on and doing in doing this that none of us have really done on this type of level where it's, you know, uh, four people, uh, many episodes, a long hour, each episode. Talk to us. Shit, bro. I mean, just a podcast in general is tough, but I mean, just the way that we've been able to do it, the four of us four different guys four different dudes in different places of the country just kind of getting together chopping it up i've I've never met ben in my (laughs) life um you know just kind of just have but they all want to right exactly and you know for the amount of time we've done it and not having to cut it up or just doing what we've been doing for that period of time has has been pretty good and just kind of just learning how to work with other people's schedules and communicate better and i mean running instagram pages and twitter pages and trying to promote and do all that kind of shit that, that shit's harder than it seems i don't know how these ig models do it man yes yeah. oh i second that i mean uh, especially with the social media um full disclosure i don't i'm not don't do anything with it so shout out to danny ray Mm-hmm. Nick, and like, you know, I appreciate all of you guys handling that portion of it. It does take a lot of time. I think that's the biggest thing that I've noticed is the, the trying to wiggle this in each week, timing wise, with everything else that's going on in your lives. You know, um, fortunately, this, unfortunately, fortunately, whatever you're looking at, this isn't our full time jobs. So trying to manufacture work around that. Again, four different people, four different states making it this long, I think is impressive. I do know, um, was thinking about that. I know a couple 
people that I grew up with or just around the area that have started podcasts or tried to do this with more than one person. And uh, one of them with four people made it seven episodes, no longer exists. So we're at 25 and the other one made it 11 and then they tapped out. Um, so I think that shows how difficult it is. And so, I, you know, nothing but props to you guys for, for sticking through this, through the ups and downs. And it's a lot of things that you see each week that you need to work on or fix. And it's just a process. Don't want to give any, any, uh, any love to Joel and beat out there, but you know, there is something mm-hmm. to, to a process. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I echo everything you guys said. Um, I think definitely for us, it's four different guys, four different lives. Um, you know, whether it's Danny starting his new job, Ray's vacation, me being me, Ben being about to be a dad, <laughs> um, you know, unfortunate circumstances we ran into. Uh, I think we've managed it pretty well and, you know, everyone has a say and we try to make it work. Some some weeks it does, some weeks it doesn't, but the show's always gone on and we've made the best of it and, hey, whether it's 90 people or five people, we still got five people listening. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, uh, you know, we'll I was just going to end it with, we'll kind of, you know, for the people that don't know us personally, because we do have people now listening and, and that's kind of where we tested our limit with, you know, the friends and family listen to us, which we'll always be grateful for, but it's kind of the people that we interact on social media or people that we probably never interacted with that listen to, uh, the show, obviously all four of us are from different backgrounds and now we're kind of living in different cities and states. The fact that we are able to do this, uh, you know, on Zoom, uh, you know, and, and come together, it's not, it definitely isn't easy. I, I thought it would be a lot more smoother, you know, all right, everybody devout time, energy, but it does take a lot before mentally during to do the podcast. And then, and then the after whoever does any, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's it's collective and, uh, you know, it's a collective process. So it definitely is a lot more challenging uh, little by little than I thought going into it. But uh, I'm, we're still all having fun. So as long as we keep having fun, we're going to keep doing the episodes. Go ahead, Ben. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't know if any of you are familiar with Malcolm Gladwell at all, the writer or any of his books, but um, one of his books, you know, you he talks in there about the power of 10,000 hours, basically takes all these experts and everything you know, in their fields, whether it be musicians, athletes, whatever, across the spectrum, and then examines, you know, what was the process to make them there? And it all boils down to practice, putting in the time and work consistently, always. Nothing happens quickly. They just continuously work at it and work at it and got better and better and better and better. If you look at any of the podcasts that we listen to, the big ones, I pay attention to what episode are they in. And uh, unless they're new with, you know, a new podcast where they're backed by, they have a bunch of money or they might be in some sort of field before. Exactly. Uh, you, they're talk, we're talking, they're in episode hundreds. You look at, you know, Joe Rogan, we're talking, I think he's at mm. like 1600 plus episodes yep. now. And so it just takes a long time to get used to it and kind of get your feel. We don't have the luxury of being just one single person that when we want to go chat and do something, we run downstairs to our basement, log on and just put our own you know, stuff out there. We have to coordinate yeah. with three other people all the time and, and it's difficult, but uh, we're still here. Did you, did you know that Emily was pregnant when we started the podcast? 
Or did he find out later on? When did did, did when he did find he out on episode like it was very early? I believe oh, it was the first no. five or six episodes, maybe, maybe three. Well, as long as I, that, knew right? was, I knew she was pregnant uh, around Christmas time, right? Because that's when I told you, Nick. Well, yeah, yeah then we yeah. didn't. Yeah, I was in yet. Florida. Yeah, okay. Okay. yeah. Well, yeah, when she is, first announced it, I think for it is what you're referring yeah, to. That's when yeah, we probably. first. So, so yeah, I was we, started talk, we, told, we started like gathering stuff then, and then we started in what January. Uh, February. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. that was that was another thing that I also wanted to like say. It's like we've all had like I wouldn't. Say, I guess yeah, it's big, big life changing events or things where we have to move on or find something out, you know. And sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Like for example, I got a new job, which was great. You know, you you are about to have a kid, raise engagement, like gravy's engagement, like all this stuff has like. We've all like leveled up while we've done this. So that is pretty trippy if you think right. of it. Yeah. In a short amount of time, I look at this as the podcast era for me. So whenever yeah. I remember time periods, because <laughs> yeah. you know, time it's 2021, it's July. But like, you know, when somebody says this happened two months ago, you can't imagine. Yeah. You think it's six months ago. So I always refer it in like I got fired during that period. I got I started a podcast. So like this is the podcast era for me. And you're right. 26 weeks into it a lot has happened for four individuals yeah. right yeah. yeah that's that's bad it is kind of crazy but it's true here i think if i told you know, i told the world you know about the pregnancy you know on this podcast that was going too, yeah. so you're right it's been it's uh pretty cool. it's crazy good gravy anything to add on that because this is i want this to be an open no yeah i was thinking i wanted I to started my you know, new yeah, I started my new position like a month after we began, yep. and then Ford mm-hmm. got his job. We both got engaged. Um, we've, you know, been with the pregnancy. Um, we've definitely evolved <laughs> over these last 26 weeks. So right. just going back to our other point, all things that, you know, we did have, we saw coming ahead, like engagement-wise, not job-wise. Um, we still managed to be here for... 25 episodes you know regardless of the the things that came across you know our labs so hey shout out to us hell yeah that's yeah Yeah, it's a good good reflective yeah i'm just gonna keep saying it's impressive because like man i don't know too many people that can commit to anything for 25 weeks that's that's six months that's half the year and i mean for us to do it on on a platform to where we're at and just kind of just talking shit and being able to get where we have that's that's awesome and i mean i can't wait to see what more stuff we can come up with and do in, in the next few months and shit like that so this is just the beginning i feel like consistent reminder when we go through challenges or anything that you know we can overcome everything we made it this far the forest gump model you know you know i just hey, started running that movie still here. lives on life figured, is like a box of i ran chocolates. this far might as well keep going <laughs> I was you know, waiting. I was gonna. I, I was gonna see. If, Might as well I was keep gonna going. see if Ben was gonna pull out another quote from that movie that I didn't know about, like somewhere <laughs> random, like Lieutenant Dan once said. Yeah. Now I gotta rewatch the movie because I don't remember. Yeah, I was just about to say that. I gotta rewatch it. Gonna do one of the greatest stories of all time. It is pretty interesting how that movie just always bring gets brought up for analogies, quotes. It's like timeless in that regard, where you could always refer back to it. Have you guys ever seen on Netflix this show called The Movies That Made Us? 
I think no. I've heard of it. I don't think I've okay. watched it though. Is Watch it more it. of a documentary or a series? Kinda. It's like a series, okay. and each season they do four different famous movies, and they basically okay. take you through the details of how that movie was actually made, even I love to the that. writing the script. It is incredible, and they Forrest Gump's one of them, and it just you'll to see how, and that's even kind of translates back into the show, right? is because if you watch something like that, like Forrest Gump, and I'm not gonna give any spoilers here, but if you see what <laughs> the story was originally about and then how it evolved over time based on things they ran into and the final product, you're like, wow. Um, so I definitely watch, would watch that. I mean, back That's to one of my favorite on things it. to watch is like pr- how pr- things are made, whether it's music, a song, an album, uh, a movie. It, that always intrigues me, like great, like genius at its highest level yeah. whether it's music home, or or the original yeah. home alone or like home alone that one oh, what, Dude, a, what a well house, together movie yeah most right. of most of the entire movie that you see um this is gonna be the one spoiler i'm gonna give you because it's gonna <laughs> you guys it's gonna get you three excited to then go see this and maybe our listeners too if they haven't seen it is uh most every scene in that entire movie when they're in the house it's not mm-hmm. actually in a house. In a house. They built the house inside a swimming pool in an abandoned school. I did see that. I think you sent that to yeah. us maybe during this uh, podcast yeah. era at one That's point. That's nuts. But... Wild. Right. Wild. Podcast era. <laughs> podcast, podcast era. That's, <laughs> that's forever the... I think of like WWE, how it's like, you know, gravy, how it's uh, the ruthless aggression and, yeah, yeah. and attitude era. It's like, <laughs> this is my era in life where it's seven months into the new year. I got fired, had so much time <laughs> to like fill my time so I don't do dumb stuff. And it's like a podcast was birth. And now kind of like it's it's like a documentary. It's crazy because eventually I do want to go in and, and listen to episode one. I think me and Ford did that a couple of times. You came over. We'll, we'll just click on episode three and just let it rock and just yeah, see what we were talking. Day. I played a random episode. Yeah. It's like, good I also to hate see listening to myself. So we talked about. It is a little weird. And, and none of us, all four of us weren't those type of people, probably four out of all four of us, uh, were actually doc, you know, made videos on Instagram. I never made yeah. a, like a selfie Instagram of myself. Like, you know, Fort and his brother always fucked around with shit, like oh, making man. funny videos, which I love mm-hmm. the barbershop where he slaps them, you know, and he yeah, takes the Hennessy that, that bottle. That's an epic one, yeah. <laughs> but like, I've never did anything like that. So like the fact, like looking at myself when we record or hearing myself back, it's, right. it'll always be awkward, but like, this was the first thing I've ever done for that in 30 years, 31 years. And that's not that, you know, most people make a lot of videos on, on yeah. social media. So it's normal, you know, the, uh, and I'm not making a, making this up. The thing I've most enjoyed is tracking the progression of my beard. When I had the goatee. <laughs> and so when I was oh, at the yeah, barbershop, that is funny. <laughs> when I was at the yeah. barbershop two weeks ago, I'm like, talking to my barber and i'm like i don't remember when i shaved my beard and i was like oh it's shit let me go look at when we recorded and i had the goatee because i shaved it after so it's funny it it's, been, it's been three months i know three we months. only see this yeah. much of our bodies but i yeah. i know we could we could talk about when we look back on episodes you could look back on where each individual were based on what we talk about mm-hmm. but also like physically so like you say the beard I, I'm glad we could only track this much of our bodies or something and not the lower half because then you, you kind of really know where we are in like yeah, 10. For sure. Yeah. 20 pounds since episode 10. <laughs> nah, I've been right. I've been in the gym, chill, chill, chill. 
No, Fort we've all been. We've all been on that Fort David program. <laughs> that hey, I, I work on serious. That I will say, since the podcast has started, we don't have to physically get right, but we have been. You know, I've, I'm like down eight, nine pounds in the last month, so I'm happy Good, about that. Man. Ironically, yeah. lost weight on vacation, which is not something you should do, but I moved around a shit ton. Yeah, you do um, a lot of walking. Shout out to yeah. shout out to Ray's tapeworm. You know. <laughs> hey, how, however, however you get the results done, right? Um, anything, anything else you guys want to kind of talk about, whether it's individually or or, or kind of. Um, you know, together before we jump into some topics, it's good that we got to lead off for the people that don't get to know us too much on a personal level that listen to us. I mean, anything, if, if we're just like anything personal, yeah, this is is open forum type. No, well, before we get into topics, that's what I was saying. Anything else to add about anything at all? Cool. I'm tripled up on one of my NFTs. I bought it for $222. Someone's offering me $630, but I ain't selling that shit. So now, mm. now for the people that that care about your the people that care about your pockets, have since you've been buying NFTs more over the last three to six months, have you cashed in? Are you in the green? Are you in the red? Uh, I haven't really. I'm curious myself. I haven't sold any, to be honest. Um, okay. This is the only one that's really gotten any offers on it because they're partnering up with some other company that makes uh, NFTs as well, and they're gonna like do like an airdrop, which is whoever holds that NFT in their wallet gets a free one. Um, and they're doing some other projects for it. So, um, no, I mean, I put quite a few more, quite a few dollar bills into it, but I haven't, I haven't sold anything yet, honestly. In the but investment I, period, get it. Yeah, yeah. In the investment period. Yeah. I always thought <laughs> right. it's yeah, own separate Instagram or Twitter uh, channel, for, you know, call it Fort NFT. Fort <laughs> NFT, Fort. yeah. My uh my my name on the OpenSea platform or whatever is ETH Fort. <laughs> ETH Fort. ETH Fort. Uh, <laughs> you got BFT, BTF, EHT. Fort Summer. Hey, we're expanding. Um, anything else, Ben, on yours before we get into some stuff? No, I have a few things, but they're sports related. So. All right. Cool. What, what's up here? Say, what you uh, no, real quick, because when he said ETH, I obviously thought of Ethereum. And yep. if anyone's been documenting my life in the Ethereum <laughs> world, we, we all have. <laughs> uh, here, we go, guys. here we go. Hey, hey, we've been back up lately. You know, we've been around. That's funny. We got up to uh, 2,400 yesterday. Oh, yeah. Last time you mentioned them, you said you, you were quite we're negative about we're it, out right? of the thousands so uh yeah. last night i'm at softball we're in the dugout right. and ben knows brogan brogan's like oh damn ethereum's tanking and i almost <laughs> broke my neck turning <laughs> turning around <laughs> like what the fuck are you talking about so i grabbed my phone check coinbase i'm like you fucking idiot it's only 2100 i thought <laughs> hey we were down to 800 again and yeah i'm back to you know almost jumping off the ledge here you got to be careful with how people um, analyze the market because it's all subjective, yeah, right. you know, or, or yeah. in perspective where you could be like, oh, wow, I lost so much on that stock. And it's like it only dropped a dollar. You know, it's all about how much you yeah. got skin in the game. Yep. Right. I look at percentages. I look at the market over a whole, yeah. how it's performed over a whole and then try to get a picture there and then other little things. But of course, yeah, it's going to be a it's going to be a I think it's going to be a good winter or fall, Nick. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like that. I I I have I no so choice but to root for that opinion, <laughs> uh, Ben. So I hope you're you're right times a hundred. I'm I'm preparing for a good fall. Yeah, let's go. So um, you know, not not too many sport topics, but obviously the Olympics going on. We got uh, NFL uh, camp starting this week, uh, NBA draft this week, and as well as uh, some UFC you know uh, main event card announced. We'll start off with. Team USA losing to France. Uh, we all thought that the preseason was the preseason, quote unquote, that, you know, once they got to Tokyo, the US, USA team would be, you know, sharp. And they weren't. Obviously, they lost for their first time in Olympic play since 2004. What do you, if you guys watched it, I know it was early in the morning, 830, uh, 9 o'clock. If you guys watched it, the highlights, I'm just seeing a lot of empty um, um, open missed shots. Yeah, That's what I'm seeing a lot on this team. What for- do you guys see? For anyone who doesn't know, um, those games are replayed like later in the yep. afternoon. If you do miss them in the morning, the CAC, um, yeah, on the CAC, the CAC. or uh, NBC too. <laughs> like the France game, I yeah. didn't watch it in the morning. I just kind of like kept along with it on ESPN. But then I rewatched it at night on NBC, and dudes are just playing ISO ball. It's either ISO ball or handoffs. It's ugly. Yeah. Dudes are trying to go one on one. I get it. We have the best players in the world, but it's not going to work. Too. I personally, yeah, not on, not on that team. No, for sure. Um, I think it might be time for uh, overreaction here. Might be time for Pop to, you know. Yeah. See. <laughs> and and you know what? I'm I'm glad you brought that up because I saw a tweet, and I mean, I think Pop is a great coach, and this for sure. isn't taking anything away from him because he's he's got his accolades, he's cemented. Um, it was a tweet saying that we should kind of stop giving this USA head coach basketball position as someone who's done everything in, in the NBA world and whatnot, and instead give it to someone who wants to move up and has the energy and wants to, to learn and evolve and wants yeah. to learn. Yeah. Cause that's, yeah. Cause that's kind of what the teams are doing. Exactly. Someone who's going to coach. And also, I mean, when you give up 28 points to Evan Fournier, there's, you're not winning a basketball game. So you give up 28 points in a regular NBA <laughs> <Yep>. season game, <laughs> double overtime, one point hot. lead. And, and uh, no, I understand 48 <laughs> is hot or cold, but damn, come on, Evan Fournier. Yeah. You don't, I mean, boys. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about it before, and I think everybody knows the uh, European, European, you know, the world basketball game is different than it was 20 years ago. It's way better, especially if you look at a lot of the NBA players that have won awards, you know, MVPs, any type of awards. Look at draft picks over the past 10 years. You'll see it there. So it's going to be a tougher route, I think, for the American team anyway. Then you add in the factor that we don't have our best players there. Uh, We have a few of them, but I mean, that's skeptical in terms of are some of them fully healthy, um, not having the best players there. So you're going to have to kind of bring your A game. Uh, So I'm not overreacting to the France loss. I do think it's kind of pathetic that they lost that bad to to France. Well, they scored 76 points. I mean, come on. I mean, I think it's 10-minute quarters. It is. is. And to be fair, with the rules, they kind of play into Rudy Gobert's hands. Yep. And that it's just like you know, everything you said is correct. It's also a more physical style of play. A lot of hand checking allowed. You know. Yeah, um, hand checking for the sure. The goaltending rule I think comes into play too. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't and think there is goaltending. These guys are all used <laughs> to playing in the NBA. Yeah, right? there is no good. Everything's a foul. <laughs> right, I know. And it's not it's not going to be like this. To go mm-hmm. to go along with the point with Coach Pop, um, Coach Pop had to coach guys that are already Hall of Famers in their own right at that time. And this te- this team isn't that. These are guys that do need to be developed a little bit. And I'm not saying Dame has to be developed, but I mean, as far as playing this style of play, need to be developed. A Kobe didn't need to develop into this. LeBron, you know, those they're world class, like class of the class. These guys yeah. aren't it. And and you're, and I love that. I, I, I didn't hear that uh, Coach Pop take because uh, I haven't been paying attention to ESPN this week, but it's a good point. You know, a development guy that wants to get – into the international game that maybe has some experience might be needed uh, moving forward because this, these teams have caught up and we keep saying that every four years Oh, Europe, Europe has caught up. Europe is, this is the first year we could literally say and unequivocally Europe and the rest of the world has caught up to the game. Look at the rosters of all the European, all the other European teams. I mean, they are just stacked full of NBA players. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, and so, hard to find teams without. You're not yeah. you're not playing another team. You're playing another country that's preparing for you for four years. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> take you off. Speaking of the transition, <laughs> I love that. The, the dramatic, the, the transition points that we slide into sometimes are almost as good as you know Deshaun Watson into massage therapist DMs. Do we have a ticker? <laughs> how many? How many? T- yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're doing a Sean Watson ticker. We haven't brought it out in a while. Speaking of the Olympics, boys, I've been watching and thinking about something, and I'm wondering your take. Seriously, wondering your take because I don't know if I know how to feel about this yet. Um, but if you paid attention, I'm gonna throw somebody's name out. If you noticed or haven't noticed, but Jaleel Okafor. Obviously, I think all three of you are aware of the ex-Duke mm-hmm. player. Didn't really cut it that well in the NBA. NBA. He is playing on the Nigerian national team. Yep. And then I don't know if you paid attention to the Slovenian team. There's a guy named Mike Toby who played at Virginia that is on the Slovenian team. You look now, like Mike Toby. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I know, right? Now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, Come on, bro. I looking examining the situation and trying to think about it i understand the jaleel situation where he is i think second or third generation nigerian um but jaleel was also born in america raised in america played for american high school college nba teams has done everything over here and is now going to join the nigerian team the Mike Toby guy, born in America, New York. Iowa. Uh, no, it's I'm New just York. Just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. like New York. Um, <laughs> played high school basketball here. Played at University of Virginia. Tried to make it in the NBA, didn't make it. And then I think like two months ago, gets a Slovenian passport, gets on the national team. I don't know how to feel about all this stuff and wondering what your take is on these players joining these other teams. I understand the heritage aspect there, but they are for the most part, second and third generation um, people from those countries. And I'm just, if I'm thinking about the Olympics and 
the Olympics are the, the celebration and competition of these nations with each other, but yet we're, they're allowing a lot of other players to come in and play for these teams. And in my mind, this is the thing thought about it is they're taking a spot from somebody on that is maybe born, raised in Nigeria, plays for maybe some Nigerian basketball team on that team um, to, for them to live their own dream there. Like if Nigerian team, if you've seen the team in a stack, by the way, uh, if that team wins it all, gets a gold medal, I mean, it's not really going back to Nigeria, right? Because Jaleel's got one. And again, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just wondering what your guys' opinions are. You got a few oh. heat players too on that team. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Precious and Kendrick, right? Um, Precious, I know Precious, Precious is on there. And they got uh, Gabe Vincent. And, would he, um, he was on it if he was healthy. I think he was uh, signed to them more. Who? Uh, Dinwiddie <clears throat> was already oh, okay. was going to play for them, but he's yep. not playing, obviously. I think – I don't have too many thoughts about it. I think Ben, um, who also hasn't um, announced his favorite England soccer team soccer. yet. I knew you were going to go there, Gravy. That's um, why I wanted you to take this first. As you get into the world of soccer more and more, you will realize it's a lot more common in the game of soccer that guys do this. And I get what mm -hmm. you're saying about, you know, taking that opportunity from someone who's maybe in the country of Nigeria. Um, but I think that those countries are honored and willing to take those types of players on their team in order to maybe represent their country or give their country a bigger spotlight or, you know, win the medals, win the money, whatever the case may be. So, um, you know, case with Italy, Jorginho is Brazil, is Brazilian. You know, right. Balotelli, same thing. I don't know which country he was actually from. But uh, these guys play there. Whether they play there in a league, which, you know, the guys you mentioned don't. Or, you know, they are second, third generation. Hey, I would play for the Italy team if I had the opportunity. I'm not saying anything against Jaleel or anything like that. I'm not saying yeah. that he shouldn't do it. I'm just saying, doesn't it kind of make the Olympics then not the Olympics and like another – basketball league where yeah. seemingly you can join like the Mike Toby guy his I mean he's Slovenian like he has that heritage uh, through his grandparents but he like got a passport a couple months ago he hasn't been playing with that Slovenian national team for years gotcha and it just I just Ben that's my only thing it's like my roster spot from somebody I'm thinking <laughs> of the people, the little kids in that country, like Nigeria, Slovenia, that grow up, live there, watching these players, you know, work hard at their game, and then they could possibly have a spot taken from them by somebody who doesn't live in that country. All right, you know so I'm going to say real quick, first of all, it definitely does occur more often in soccer that I've been learning and gravy's right on that. Uh, it, it, it's all technicalities. You know, you were born there, but you weren't raised there. Your mom was born there. So you went there enough times to uh, grant you citizenship. And I, and I understand that where it's like, it's a loophole. It's a technicality. It does happen a lot in soccer. Now you're just realizing it on a grander stage Two, Olympics are money. 
and you know that governments are behind it and, and politicians. I knew you didn't want to go there. Maybe you wanted to bring it up, but uh, that is the what you were kind of alluding to. Um, I kind of know now B wonders where, where B wonders mind goes uh, when, when it, it's, uh, it irks you, but it's true. The Nigerian government, they don't give up bleep, whether it's goes to <laughs> Nigeria or not. Himself. I know I'm trying to be better trying to, you know, episode 25, trying to step it up a little bit. Um, but I think, oh I think there's goodness. so much money behind it all as well, where I don't, I, I think there's, it's like that kid that wants to play on the little league team. And, you know, I am 12, he's 13 yeah. years old, but he plays in a, it's it, it on the smallest scale it's been uh, going on and it probably will. And on the biggest scale, Nigeria wants to make money and they look at their players like, Hey, you're not good as bad um, Prince on Miami or Dimwitty or some of these players. So it's like, let them let them el- be eligible. Um, yeah. It sucks. It's not pure, but guess what? In every sport, I hate to say, as I get older, I'm starting to become that old man. Nothing is pure. Nothing is righteous. It's sports. Everybody's cheating. Everybody's trying to gain an edge and it fucking sucks that there can only be one champion in anything because there's got to be a lot of heartache on the other end. That's kind of how I sum it up in a, in a non-emotional way, but I don't, I agree with you. It's not right, but it's the world we live in. Everybody's trying to gain that edge, you know? Yeah, no, I, I get it. I see it. I'm just, I'm curious to other people's opinions on it. And it's definitely once you learn about stuff and then you understand that each country has their own rules. So some countries you actually have to hold citizenship to be on the team. Mm-hmm. Other countries, you don't, you just have to get a passport. <laughs> and Imagine, then it's like, like then when you, then when you understand that you're like, Oh, you're right, Ray. This is about money. It's yeah, only it's about deeper. money. Yeah. It's only about money. Damn. So. Always is. What about Russia? How they can? Uh, how long did it take you guys to realize that ROC was the Russian team? Dude, I, did you guys sorry, are aware of that? I, obviously, I knew that they're banned. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that too. But, but they I, still I, are you know, calling. First glance, I was like ROC. Dude, I'm like, huh? they still. Uh, I ranted Emily about this. It's like the, the Olympics <laughs> are the dumbest. I mean, it's just. The, uh. I know it's the end. It's everything, Ben doesn't value in organized it's not it's not a punishment (laughs) it's not a punishment you are still allowing them to be there it's not like you're they're actually saying the people's names they're saying their names and then they're saying from the yeah what's it called the olympic committee of russia the russian olympic committee so there still says russia in it it still says (laughs) russia in it I know, dude. So, it's all a slap. So it's what about like, when? Ma- okay, like, don't even, don't even ban them then. I, and I agree. Let the there's it has nothing to do with these athletes. So don't punish them for it. But yeah. what you're doing is stupid. You know, what, you, what they're doing is stupid. Saying that Russia's banned. No, they're not. They're all there. They're they're all there. It's Maybe fine. what happened to Man no City when they got when they got that ban that everybody went went crazy over a couple of years ago. Didn't you guys get banned just for, for like two chip? Oh, it got reversed. That's what, <laughs> so I think, so Wait, I think we could go into it. Why did they get banned? Money. Money. What did they we do? The, we got the, we got the oil people backing us, baby. Well, what did they do? Just say <laughs> oh, what they know. did. I don't remember. I, I don't remember. I don't remember. I think, I think, I think it was something like, was it fixing a game? 
no 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 okay well, it wasn't a fixing not, and that's not a bias no but no okay no 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 i know it was something more severe than what they got and it was like a ha-ha yeah, when they got it sure like it all right financial wow. stuff. yeah basically got got away with getting either the best players and got a slap on the wrist and 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 it was all a formality because you know the fifa organizations all corrupt and the olympic committee is all corrupt look at yeah uh, we talked about it with do uh what is it in qatar the um the euros and they can't even play it in the summer because they have yeah. to play it in the winter why even have it at qatar money like <laughs> it, it always goes back to that and it sucks okay. that every time we have an issue on this podcast we know how to break it down and feel heartfelt and then we always you know can do yeah. the m-word well, and it always comes out i just want to bring that I'm up interested to see the type of players that are going to play in that world cup because the seasons run through the winter yeah i don't know how they're even going to schedule that so they're gonna have a long holiday break Speaking of that, yeah, that's what it's gonna be. Twenty six. I will reveal my my soccer oh, team. Oh shit! Oh, about twenty six. Is my that gear. is that go. confirmed or are you just saying it because you you know you're live? No, it's confirmed. You feel... I got okay, my gear. Episode... I got my gear. It's oh yeah, I, I forgot it was gear. coming to the veal, the mail, right? Are you gonna do like um just one sneak peek? Are you gonna I do like three hats and then take one no, away and then like fake it and hat. throw it away? Yeah. And then... I'm doing a hat thing because one thing I did find out is uh, soccer teams don't really appreciate hats. So a lot of them don't even sell them. Um, <laughs> yeah. They, or they don't so, make great, like, they don't make many scarf. different types. Yeah. yeah so I don't even decide what I'm going to do if I'm going to wear something and then, you know, I might break away. I might have a breakaway session, you know, Ooh. just live, stand up and rip it off. Um, who knows? But yeah, I'm ready to go. Love it. Anything to add about random soccer? I know handball, women's handball was uh, the talk of the week in some group chats. I thought handball if anybody seen, sport. did you, did you not see those highlights? I, I was drawn in last night when I seen them. I was like, how do you block anything? It's like dodgeball, yeah. but like with goals, it's like, every, why don't kids play this in, in elementary school? I would lo- have loved to play that. I think we did it. I don't think it was called say, handball. I thought it from New York. Yeah, we played something like that, but I don't think it was called handball. I don't know. I could be mistaken, but um, yeah, that 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 sport's fun. I don't know if you guys seen three on three school, NBA yeah, I like uh, watching basketball school, Olympics, just because like everybody's so good at everything, right? Even and like you the, did, but dude, did you see the speedwalkers? Yeah, no, I, I saw a little yeah, clip of that. that. Did you see the speedwalkers <laughs> and the way they walk? But you ben, can never have two feet you, in the air at the same time. And they're like, ben, don't you, their butts don't, like you feel, don't you guys feel a little bit when you're watching some of these sports you've never seen before, or maybe a little bit, you feel like I could do that. If yeah, I really, definitely. Not that. a little not bit, that. like not all of them, not all of them, but there are a couple of them where you go, I feel like if, if I focus enough, I could do that. Right. These guys, where New <laughs> no, Yorkers, I'm talking out of my New Yorkers, ass. I get it. Okay, we move, we walk fast. These people like are this? moving, and they're doing like marathon I gotta distances. See I'm gonna yeah. put it on right now. Hold on, it's crazy. Am I gonna I laugh know, if I put it on? I saw like yeah, the women's, laugh. uh, the women's yeah. like archery, dude. Yeah, those that, ladies. See, that's a different type of skill. Yeah, that's different. There's, I mean, they're like 200 yards away. They're like. Like that, and then yeah. you see the trajectory, <laughs> and then it's like right in the middle of the fucking bullseye, and you're like, "What, bro, <laughs> dude?" If there yeah. were any deer anywhere in Japan watching, they were immediately getting on a ship, getting the fuck out of there with those people in town. <laughs> I, all right, I have something <laughs> random to say. 
Hmm. What is it called? Walkers, by the way. I'll look, I'm looking at speed walkers. Speed walkers. Speed walkers. Okay, go ahead, Greg. Um, just keep talking for a second. I need to look for it. <laughs> I'm looking up speed walking. <laughs> you look up YouTube speed. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, oh, I know what it is. They do move. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, dude, they're moving. Yeah. How do you even train for that? Do you just walk around your neighborhood as oh, fast all, as possible? Uh, I'm on the Rio <laughs> 2016 know. right now. Yeah. I don't know, but it's wild. It's like those people that practice know. around the mall. You know when you go to the mall right when it opens and you're like, why the fuck am I at the mall at 10.01 a.m.? Yep. Then you got those old ladies like speed walking there around doing laps. That's exactly what they line. do. They're just really good at what they do. They, they yeah. you know. Okay, I'm I'm ready to share now. Good. Okay. So I'm watching the Mets game on my side screen over here. And uh, we have this guy. Our injury issue is well documented this year by me. Okay. (laughs) So we had a bullpen game yesterday. Today we had no starter. So Jared Eikhoff is, I think, how you say his last name, is pitching for us. So I'm just going – my thought is – is this guy pitching knowing like it's six, nothing in three innings. Okay. He's given up a two run home run in every single inning. Is he on that mound? Like I'm like, they're cutting me after this game. Probably like how, yeah, like I, that is insane. Yeah. So May 4th, he got assigned to triple a June 20th. He got brought up to the big leagues June 29th. He went. He got designated for assignment, so basically released. If a team doesn't pick you up, you go back to AAA. July third, signed to AAA. July third, he elected free agency, but then re-signed with the team, so back to AAA. July eleventh, up to the big leagues. July twentieth, designated for assignment. July twenty fourth, free agency. July twenty fifth. Signed a minor league contract back with AAA. This guy is ass. July 27th, yeah. <laughs> they picked him back up, which is today, obviously, and he's pitching tonight. Has given up six runs in three innings. He's, he's not on the way out of the roster. <laughs> like, if I props were his to him parents, for still sticking with it. Yeah. If I were his parents, I'd say you got two choices here, son. You're either going to go to double-A ball and just play there and have a nice career in whatever small-ass t- town that you're going to live in, or you're going to need to find a different job because you're clearly not making Fucking it. Wednesday night maybe softball. Go, go play for the Diamondbacks. They might need people. I mean, guys, it's, just it's a weird situation. Just being one. <laughs> Dude, they're starting to train for 2028 or 2024. I'm watching That's the real it. reason he went to Puerto Rico. I'm, I'm watching it, trying <laughs> yep. to figure out how are they not running at some point? Like how, like what is the start of running and what is this end of speed walking? Like I think they're I think, running, bro. They're moving. I think Nick was right. They have to have some part of their foot on the ground at all times. Mm-hmm. Like it can't leave. Yeah, they're very the straight legged. They're very straight. And they have people yeah. watching them the whole time. Oh, is that yep. is? Oh, they yep. could disqualify him like that. Oh, they get disqualified yep. like that. Yep. Yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Wow. And I think it has. You know, uh, they they move their hips like that. I think some way yeah. to help with. I mean, it's just. It's fucking wow! It looks so odd. It, so it's, you know, you know what sucks out of all this? They're doing all yeah. that, and I'm gonna go back to what I said last week. 
they have to go and sleep on a cardboard fucking bed. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> I'd be so mad. Bro, I'm looking at this and I'm like, everybody, all four of us have done this on the way to the bathroom. When oh, they like exactly. all of a sudden, when you when yep. your lips touch your coffee for the first time and you're like, Whoop, this is it. Yep. Yep. Right after that Dunkin' Donuts caramelized latte every time. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's, your, that's your beverage of choice in the morning. Oh yeah. All right. I'm a more of a homebody coffee maker. Ben, are you a more of a homebody coffee drinker? You feel like it? Um, I um, just drink coffee at home. Personally, I don't like coffee, but I just drink it because it helps wake me up in the morning. Yeah. And I just it's like, like, I like it like, black. Like people in liquor. People in liquor. It's like, I don't like this stuff. I just do it. So does Kim K. Um, listen. <laughs> <laughs> um. See, I don't like coffee either, so I get the caramel ice latte with extra caramel and either yeah. whole milk or skim milk. Yeah, I can't do the sweet stuff. Yeah. I like my shit rough. What a hey, black. yo. All right, yeah, I just I just drink my coffee black. Maybe I add a little bit of boy, be having the cafecito but... shots. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that coffee wakes um, you up. Um, let's see. So yeah. So Olympics. Oh, Simone Biles real quick. I wanted to just touch on that. That was a topic in the Olympics that kind of just yeah. broke today where, you know, Kyrie Irving kind of did that last year. Obviously Kyrie Irving doesn't have the best track record to be the pioneer of, of PTO with mental health. And then um, Naomi Osaka, who has a great documentary on uh, Netflix. I watched it I on the way to Puerto it. Rico. Oh my God. And I, I think it was one of two or is it a couple? Because I, I only watch – Okay, two. I watched the first one. Wow, bro. It it really, it's not so much the documentary, just knowing her as a person, like first 10 minutes in, you just fall in love with her. Like Mm -hmm. she's like a beautiful soul, Um, you know, and you get to know, and and I can't, I got to watch the second one, but man, it's like, you're at that point, you you understand, you know, uh, watching her for five, 10, 15 minutes, getting into her personality and kind of how she, goes about things, how shy she is and how she's on a global scale. But, you know, Simone Biles, who is on the biggest scale of them all and, you know, doesn't know silver, only knows gold. And uh, ironically, today she withdrew from the team and she uh, the team uh, competition and she got silver today. So, you know, just quick feedback on that when that happened. Obviously, another big time American athlete. I I mean, I'm sure there's international athletes, but – we'll be biased to ourselves. It tends to be American athletes right now that right. are coming out and talking about it. Not sure if there's more international that aren't talking about it. I'm sure there are, mm-hmm. but we've only had, we've only seen American athletes do it. Could it be yeah. something with us, the way we go about things or what? I think it's magnified because we have probably, if not the biggest fan base, but the most attention towards it. Um, and we're American. So people want to see how we do. Um, I mean, we spent a lot of time talking about this mental health issues with uh, when we were talking about Osaka. So I think the same thing applies to her. Um, hey, great self-awareness. More power to you. Step away if you feel you need to. She may feel like Absolutely. she has the world on her shoulders. And, and in a sense, she does. She is the goat of that sport, um, especially Olympic time. So, hey, take you, you have the gold medals. You don't need to prove anything else. If you need to take your time. And get right. Hey, she's still in the solo competitions as of now. So hopefully she wins those. I'm sure she will. It, it, it is what it is. You know, stop. Yep. let people deal with 
how they need to deal things their own way. <laughs> no one needs to judge and give their two cents because we don't give a shit. None of us or anybody that talks on Twitter, the most toxic place on earth, um, <laughs> can uh, understand or know what it's like to be her in her shoes and be the best at what you do and have the constant, I, I mean, I assume, I can only imagine the constant pressure that is on her every single day. Um, you just think about your own life and the things you go through and the pressure that you go through. And then if you think about who we are, we're nobody's compared to her. I mean, so anybody making a deal out of it, if this is what she feels is best for her, it's what she feels is best for her. Uh, if she needs to step away and didn't feel like her continuing to compete would put her team uh, in the right place to, you know, for them to succeed and somebody else step in, that's fine. Remember, Michael Jordan stepped away for, and let's be honest, whatever, mental, take a little mental break from his dad dying, or it could have been gambling, you never know. But hey, uh, um, so, allegedly, no, allegedly. Yeah, 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 I'm shout out to her. I saw like right before we started doing this that there is a chance she might come back, you know, I don't know, but I'm not hating on her, more power to anything, her. anything to add for it. Yeah, I was, I was actually going thinking about this topic back and forth while I was taking a shower because I knew we would touch about this and just kind of like playing both parts of it thinking you know being putting myself in her shoes and putting myself in like other people's shoes as well like like you said Ben I mean I can't imagine or even start to think about the pressure that she's going through being an Olympic athlete like you train for these moments your, your whole life granted she already has those goals but you always want to add more you always want more to your collection um yeah, Twitter is, is terrible. I mean, who knows what she's getting. And I see it all the time. I mean, I have said stuff that I shouldn't have to pro athletes or. He freeze. If he didn't freeze, oh. then he is winning the best game of. of... <laughs> Be still. Of what? Of I'm freeze tag? No, I'm no joke. He looks like. He looks like he's in a cartoon right now. <laughs> I'm going to keep he's it up. No idea what was said there. Yeah. Right. I was watching Javi Baez. I got to be honest, the still, the still photo of him is making me uncomfortable. I can't look at it. No, I love it. I mean, <laughs> for, can you okay. not hear me? For, for when he's clean shaven, is, is not a bad looking kid. I like it. Oh, oh he, left. he dropped. He'll, he'll be back. All right, hold, hold, on, hold on, hold on a second. Most can you hear me? Yeah. We can hear you. Oh, I thought you guys were talking to me. <laughs> no, we're talking no, about Fort. We're talking to Fort. <laughs> well, for for the for the watching audience, you guys know he just froze, and he'll be back on. For the listening Damn. audience, he froze midway in his take, and <laughs> he'll be back in no time. Anything yeah, that's what to add? When or, you take or, your internet from your neighbors, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I was gonna say when you split wires. That's funny. Uh, all right, well, so we'll end it on Simone Biles. Uh, uh, obviously, is, is TBD for her singles uh, run. Um, and then the only other sports really thing I had, Uz, uh, we'll, we'll cover Usman and Covington when he comes back, just for him to talk about that. But NBA draft this Thursday, trades are happening. Are you uh, Ben? He's a Chicago Bulls fan. Cravey's a Knicks fan. I'm a Nets fan. Great. Uh, Fort is a Miami Heat fan for people that. You know, kind of 
don't know about us, but Ben, do you see any, uh, you know, Chicago worthy in the draft? Do you see them doing we anything, uh, stepping up, making trades? We just keep our pick. Our pick goes okay. to the Magic. Orlando. Yep. Okay. Yep. And so I'm hoping they can try to work something out to get in. It'd be great to get in to first round and get something, but I doubt we will. So it'd be probably a light day for us. Second round, maybe. You got some young talent, though. You got some young talent. You know, as as long as you have picks in the future and you have young guys that people want or can develop, which I think you guys do, you guys are oh, you're always a threat to make a trade. Whether it's well, uh, whether it's we don't have picks anymore. Who did you trade it to? We well to get uh, what's his face? Damn it, Vooch. Vooch. I think we gave up this this year's and next year's. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Damn it. Yeah, because I'll go sports yeah. for you. But they might yep. know something. <laughs> Dude, I mean sorry. Dark day. Like you know what it is Black about Vooch? Unloading. You know what it is about hey, Vooch when you're building a team like Sorry. No, it's all good. When you're building a team like that, it just like we know what Vooch is at this point. So it's it sucks because yep. you can't you can't pretend uh-huh. and act like, wait, we got something here. It's like you kind of know what Zach Levine is gonna be, is he's an all-star in that, and then Damn, that's unfortunate because I thought you guys could move some pieces around. I mean, so we have so long young people, but we're definitely not in a compete now stage at all. Yeah. Um, you know, if we're going to try to build around Zach Levine in the future, there, I mean, we need a point guard like bad. And in my, I mean, in my opinion, I really like a veteran big guy down low as well, but I don't know who we can get. Uh oh. What? Um, what about the always on the move New York Knickerbockers? Um, I've read that we were trying to package our 19 and 21 picks for something earlier, like in the early teens. Uh, we'll see. We got four picks, I believe. So I could see why they want to, you know package some picks together and move up we don't really need to have four rookies on the roster um well i mean we'll see what happens i i, I don't know if we trade up i want you know uh kispert i think his name is from gonzaga um there's another guy uh i don't know how to say his last name but book knight from yukon i think we target okay. guys like that um if we do stay at 19 and 21 i like sharif cooper and uh cameron thomas from lsu so We'll see how it goes. Oh, and for just to get you up, we just uh, leading into the NBA draft. Uh, ben talked about the Chicago Bulls a little bit. Cravings just to the Knicks. Anything that you see the Miami Heat drafting or moving up, moving out, trading? Yeah, baby, we doing everything. We getting Lillard, we getting Giannis, <laughs> we getting Kyrie, we getting KD, yeah. we, we getting half the Olympic team. Like you sound like a uh, true Miami Heat fan. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> baby, we baby. doing everything. <laughs> yeah, baby. I, I really don't know what they're going to do. Uh, moves definitely need to be made. Um, getting swept after making the finals is not a good look. Um, but, yeah, they, they need to do something. We need a point guard. We'll see how that goes. But, I don't know, Pat Riley needs to figure out what he's going to do and finally land a whale because that's been talks like that for the last five years. And, I mean, besides Jimmy Butler, there hasn't been much going on. So, team's only getting older. Yep. Get Tyler here the fuck out of here, too. 
Oh, damn. Already? <laughs> two, two years and he's gone. You don't want to see what happens. No, to that, maybe, no, his baby, his maybe his baby will motivate him. Yeah, no, you don't care about his child's well-being? Damn. Ray, what's up with the Nets? Hey, he's still uh, an NBA player, so he'll be all right. Yeah, he'll, he'll get – they're both doing pretty well for themselves, I guess. They got uh, six figures. As far as the Nets, I think we have the most picks that we have. This is the last year. I think we have the most picks. Uh, we have a late first. I don't – obviously, with the money that we'll have to give to our big three this year in extensions, mm-hmm. I think we just kind of do the Golden State Warriors, uh, L.A. Lakers vibe, where it's just like keep your core two or three with some role players and then just continue to develop uh, young players that don't cost anything more than 2 million and sign some vets. So I think, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Green, he's going to be a free agent. He's probably not going to resign. He might need, he might want some more money. Uh, Bruce Brown is a guy that I would love to resign, but obviously he did so well in his role that other teams see value in that. So I think we just trade out of the first round, Mm -hmm. get some veterans, get some guys that are, that don't cost like, uh, what we did this year and, and just kind of do that downfall, for the next right? five years. And I wouldn't say it's the downfall yet, obviously. No, 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 not, uh, not, not you guys. Oh. I mean, the downfall of getting those guys cheap, them playing well in those roles, and then you kind of aren't able to resign. But I'll be honest, Gravy, for years, and kind of we both share this in a way because you paid attention to the Nets and I pay attention to the Knicks always, so we kind of have that. We don't mm-hmm. root for each other, but we at least know what we have going on. I haven't had really first round draft picks to be excited for. I haven't had a top 15 or 20 in the last eight years. So I don't even know what it feels like to get excited for a first round draft pick after yeah. a bad season. So I've kind of numb to it throughout the years that we've been bad and then had playoff runs. So I'm just, just keep the core three guys together and then build off that for the next three years. And, Whatever happens, happens. You know, I'm 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 fortunate to have the team I have, like I'll say. And you know, I guess if we don't win this year or next year, then you'll start hearing a different opinion. But until till then, we'll see. It's uh, yeah. we got we got some years left. Yeah, I, I, say, I, I feel that on way. the reverse. Oh, I'm sorry. No, don't say sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I feel that in a reverse way, as um, obviously the next year always having a top 10 pick to where now we're picking 19 and 21. I'm like, damn, I really got to mm-hmm. do research on these guys <laughs> and see who we're getting, you know, yeah. it's not like the top 10 biggest names where they're always featured on the ESPN or yep. other platforms. So, but that's where you find a guy, dude. That's yep. where I'm telling you the BAMs are. I mean, he was drafted, I think 14th, but like Jared Allen for us, Karis Levert, like I only know guys that were 20 and up and we drafted some studs. You got to have a really good GM. You got to re- I'm learning drafting is so key. And we've seen it with the golden state warriors and Oklahoma city thunder where drafting is so key, whether you're really great or really bad, you really like drafting every selection you make is key. And there's some teams that are really bad at it and no offense, but the Knicks have been not great. Timberwolves have not been great at that. Uh, Chicago bulls. You could throw that in Orlando magic and that players get hurt or they don't, you know, make it to what they should be. So. Yeah. I was going to say, if we want to know what a uh, what it's like to have to get excited for top, you know, lottery picks, we should – anybody know any Cleveland Cavaliers fans? We could yeah, ask them. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. true. They've, they've had <laughs> several years. Several over the past 10 years. And they have a lot of luck with that too because they get right? a lot – I think they have the the most number – top three picks and well, top overall pick and then top three picks of all time. So. How many are on that team still? Ugh. 
Oh, None. they've 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 gone Thanks. three cycles over <laughs> since. None. Yeah, they've a hundred percent, and they've all now been in the last ten years too. That's Anthony insane. Bennett. Yeah, I remember Anthony, Anthony Bennett. Bennett one <laughs> yeah. time neat, uh, Brooklyn Net. Is that um, guy in the league anymore? No. He, no, he plays overseas. Yeah. yeah, the Nets was were the last team, or like when he went to maybe Toronto for like a week. But uh, as far as sports, that's all I got. Uh, do you want to let's jump into a couple segments? Because uh, are are you still uh, jumping ship soon, Ben? Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, Don't want to air you I got out. Some but... plans. I got some plans with uh, my wife on our anniversary. So. But I did want to say, how many minutes uh, do we have you for? Right now, three. But I was gonna say, if you know, for Gravy's <laughs> top five, I could throw out my top five right now yeah. if you want to. Yeah, we could just it's do excited. that now. Yeah, that's why I was asking. Go ahead. Do you want to say your top five then, so we know what it is, and then I'll go first? No, no, you, you guys go. You little... you go first. You go first. They'll go, and then we're good. We're, we're good. That's how we'll break it down. So when we get to the other topics, let's do it. Easy. Just so you recap asked. what the top five is, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. The top five is. Training camp has started today for, I believe, most teams, majority of the teams. Um, guys are going in for the physical stuff like that. Um, so the top five this tonight is top five players you're most intrigued to see, whether it's beginning of the season or, you know, just to see how they do during training camp. Yes. And I'll just say uh, for we should post these, too, because I've got a lot of feedback that some of our fans want to interact with these. But, oh, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Uh, he asked, so, hey, you guys can get mad at me all you want, but these are my top five. And so some of them may be all segregated to one singular team, um, but kiss my ass. Uh, kiss my so, ass. <laughs> first one, I'm excited to see what Pat Mahomes does. I want to see if he responds after losing the Super Bowl, see if he comes out nice. and just, you know, tries to fire up. Then I'm just going to get into the meat and potatoes, uh, guys. Justin Fields, I'm super excited as a documented Bears fan. I want to see what Justin Fields can do. I try not to pay attention to all the Bears blogs, Twitter channel pages I follow where they're like, oh, he looks great, this and that. All Bears fans out there, don't get sucked into this. Be patient and just let's not do this. Then – Got to stick with the Bears. David Montgomery, I want to see what he can do the, this year. Had a little slow start last year, then came on towards the end of the year. And then Matt Nagy's been very vocal. He's getting 20, t- 20 touches a game at, at minimum. So I think if he continues what he did towards the end of last year, he's going to have a good year. So I'm excited for David Montgomery. Another Bear, don't even want to see you smile, Nick. Eddie Jackson, I want – after his – Broward, yeah. 2019 season last year, you know, didn't have, didn't have a bad year, but he didn't have like the year I think it was expected of him. And I think uh, he knows of that and he's coming out there with some vengeance this year and is going to try to shut all his haters up. So I'm excited to see what Eddie does. And then um, last but not least for me personally, I want to see uh, non-bear. This is, you know, could be against my religion, uh, but I do want to see what Aaron Rodgers does. Let's go. Last, I knew you were going to say it. In his last year yeah, as a Green Bay Packer. In his, last, in his last year as a Green Bay Packer. I want to see what he does. Um, I don't want him to make the playoffs. I don't want him to win the division, but I hope he has a good year. So, 
Nice. <laughs> All right. On that note, before Ooh, you go, high. anything else you want to add, wrap up for your segment, for your on episode 25? Nope. Just, you know, love you guys. Glad we're all back here. Uh, shout out to my wife. Our anniversary is today, so that's why I'm going to dip Woo! out and uh, go uh, hang out with her a bit. Um, Sounds good, brother. Hey, so. Congratulations, pal. Congratulations. Right. Congratulations on the sex. Two years, yeah. man. It's two years. <laughs> on the hey, two still. years of sex. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, you didn't do it before marriage, obviously. Duh. Well, well. Look at him blushing. Uh, All right, you can yeah. go. <laughs> Peace, boys. <laughs> oh man, it's funny. All right, so that's Ben's five. Anybody uh want to go next? Gravy, go last. Uh, I'll go. Okay. Um, I had a lot of rookies on my list. I kind of wanted just to keep it rookies because I am excited for this rookie class. Um, granted, I'm not a Jaguars fan, but I live here in Jacksonville, like 15, 20 minutes away from the stadium. So uh, I am definitely looking forward to seeing what, you know, Trevor Lawrence does for us overall pick. He's been hyped up for last three years. So definitely excited for that with um, Urban Meyer. Uh, I'm excited to see what Travis Etienne is going to do as well. Super fast guy. Just excited <laughs> for, for that team. And Jacksonville's crazy. So I'm definitely going to look forward to going to a few games. Um, yeah, for sure. I'm excited to see what uh, Jamar Chase does. Um Super high pick for his position going back with um, his college quarterback. So that should be fun. Um, Cincinnati's a shithole, though, so I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. Um, shout out to the Giants. I'm excited for Kadarius Tony. I saw him play live. He's he's nasty. He, he's super elusive, and uh, he's going to add to your offense. So I'm excited for that. And then um, I kind of had, like, a little toss-up. I always got to do this with the top five. Um Greg Rousseau, super biased because he went to UM and he missed a season for COVID and, and whatnot. So um, Bill's got a steal there. And then just Julio Jones, too. New team, fresh, you know, change of scenery. So we'll see. Those are six players I got. <laughs> I love it. Either four always or got, six. Always got to switch five. it up. I love it. That never does it so, the correct way. My <laughs> my uh, mine real quick, top five would be um, – Two, the first five are Saquon and DJ Daniel Jones. I think Saquon coming back, obviously he's a big part of uh, the Giants defense, which I'm a fan of. And so is gravy. Um, you know, he's kind of not everything, but we've seen the year and a half that we didn't have him with a young quarterback, uh, man, he, 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 he could be a breath of fresh air for, for Daniel Jones. And then Daniel Jones year three, let's figure him out. Let's, you know, let's figure out if we have a franchise quarterback, I think, we did this to Eli in his first years and he proved himself uh, and, and came up with some big wins. Even if he didn't make the playoffs, he showed he, he could be competent as a quarterback. Um, number three is in our division, Dak Prescott. I want to, I'm going to w- be watching hard knocks. I love hard knocks. I love the ins and outs of the, yep. Of NFL teams, what they go through um, individually and as a team. And then obviously it's within our division and, I don't think Philly's a threat. I don't think Washington's a threat. So I would think uh, Dallas would be our biggest, and I want to kind of see how he performs and if he's back healthy. Uh, Cam Newton, uh, number four, no particular order, but uh, Cam Newton, I I think the game's exciting when he's playing, especially on a team like the Patriots. Uh, It creates a great dynamic of do you root for them or do you root against them? And that's kind of a week-to-week basis based on who they're playing and kind of if you're biased, but – 
Uh, number five, I just added, I actually crossed out OBJ because I kind of, uh, there's a lot to be said there. And I've said so much in stats over the year or two about him. He was my most beloved player in New York. Uh, and now he's my least player in the whole NFL, but <laughs> I crossed him out and I put um, Lance uh, from the 49ers because I think that would be an interesting dynamic with him and, and uh, what's his name? Joey, right? Joe. What, uh, oh, Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Yeah. Jimmy. I don't know why I was thinking Jimmy Joe. Watching. Yeah, they're showing <laughs> fucking, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I think that would be a great dyma- dynamic just to see how they drafted him and uh, kind of, you know, it's supposed to be a wait a year or two maybe, but I don't think it will be. And, you know, NFL teams want to cut their losses when they when they can and, and move on as fast as possible so they don't hinder the growth of another quarterback. So to kind of see his uh, his growth in the first minicamp, which he'll be hungry, man, and I think he gets the job. That's my top five. Cool. I like them. Um, I have some similar ones. I did struggle with this list. I, I kind of tried to put a lot of thought into it and kind of either one, go through teams, and then two, um, just put some guys that I enjoy watching in general. Um, so five, I do have Odell. I care what anyone says. I love Odell. I love Me too. When, he's, when he's healthy, he's top three, top five receiver. Many um, can argue maybe top one or two. Um, but a big thing is he's got to stay healthy. So I'm, I'm interested to see if he can do that. Um, he's 100% ready to go, um, all clear for the start of training camp. So excited to see that. Four, I have Aaron Rodgers. Um, big A-Rod fan, you know. I, I, like I kept saying, it was hard to see him not being in a Packers uniform. It would be awkward sure. to see him not in a Packers uniform. Um, right. You know, glad that he came back. I don't know if I could have seen him. I, I just I can't get over that. It's weird. That's weird as seeing Brady in a Bucks jersey. Yep, exactly. Uh, three, I have Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is probably one of my favorite quarterbacks. Um, definitely when I'm playing Madden, which was a horrible game, I always have Kyler Murray as my quarterback. Um, so Cardinals kind of went all in this year. Um, hopefully they don't trade Chandler Jones. If they do, send him to the Giants. Um, they got a lot of weapons on offense this year. So we'll see how he uses those, see how um, I'm sure Kingsbury will – have a lot of, you know, saying that offense and scheme-wise, um, they have a lot of weapons. So interested to see what the Cardinals do. Two, I have Matt Stafford. Always been a big Matty Ice guy, the real Matty Ice. Um, he doesn't blow 28-3 to three leads in the Super Bowl. Um, we'll see what's going on. Definitely think him, him with the Rams is what's uh, Sean McVay is about to – make this guy go nuts so we'll see he's about to be like the south park picture yeah totally of i definitely think he's underrated. All over the computer <laughs> yeah that guy that guy slings the ball everywhere and he was with terrible ass detroit for all those years still put up numbers so we'll see uh one as ray had already said i got daniel jones as a giants fan bias pick but hey this is a big year gotta see if he's our, our franchise quarterback going forward um if he doesn't perform well or if he performs the same as he did last year Get him the fuck out. Let's yep. get another quarterback in, um, an established quarterback, because we got a lot of young guys that are good on light contracts. So we got to make the most of it. Yeah, uh, one guy I'm not I am not excited to see in training camp is Xavier Howard. Uh, he won't be there. He just, yep, <laughs> he just requested a trade. 
I'm all for athletes making their money and doing what they got to do. But pal, you signed a contract, whether or not you look at it now when you've gotten injured and you feel like your body aches a little bit more when you ache, when you wake up and you start seeing you're about to be 30 soon, that's, that's on you and your agent, bro. But I mean, it is what it is at this point. I don't, I don't really care. Just, yeah. I mean, as a fan, I, I understand that hurt that I just heard in your voice. <laughs> he is a top cornerback in the league. Any yeah, of course. Be lucky to have him. Um, I, I get both sides. We don't have to go into it, but I get both sides. One, you sign the contract. Yeah. Two, hey, team can turn around and cut you whenever the fuck they want with, with no penalty. Mm-hmm. So I exactly. get it. We'll see what happens. They better ask for the farm, though. Ask for the whole thing. Hey, just don't trade him to my division. <laughs> yeah, they, they could trade him to Houston and give me Deshaun Watson. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard you guys talk about last week uh on episode 24 that you guys obviously excited about fantasy football coming. Uh you know, I know I do at least two to three leagues. I'm not sure if I'm gonna do less this year just for mental capacity because i've mental i used to do purposes. one in, uh, yeah. yeah just like it, sometimes it's a lot <laughs> and i'll be honest and i don't enjoy it as much as i get what i get from it whether it's you know all three placing you know eighth place or like one winning one it's just like sometimes it's like yeah less is more but uh how many guys you usually do per per season one year i did like five but i'm on your path this year i'm doing I, i'm either doing one or two I'm not really feeling it this year uh-huh yeah. Don't want to get off topic, but slowly, steadily climbing that fantasy baseball chart. All right. I I also heard you last week say that it was tough to do baseball, but you're doing very well, my friend. Yeah, and I, I picked, don't I picked it up. Gravy, gravy. I, you don't have to tell me. I, I'm the I'm the league manager. This is Escobar season five. I my guy said I'm the manager. Yeah, I've watched you. You don't have to tell me. I, I every time you win or lose, I take notice because I'm. Yeah. I, I know you know the game. I know you know baseball players. Once I, I got the hang of picking up players that's... and dropping players and working out my starters, which was like brand new to me, and letting some personal guys go. Yeah, you... <laughs> I mean, oh, that's all. I, I, dude, that's one of the hardest thing it is to tell people is I understand you're a Cleveland fan, a Florida fan, uh, whatever. It's like you have to know that the difference between the guy that you want to love to succeed and the guy yeah. that will succeed, you gotta, you gotta cut those ties. So For once sure. you started doing that and we talked about it jokingly yeah. like a month ago, you, your team is on, dude, you scored like the most points like in two or three weeks. So I'm like, yeah. there you go. Last That's all you had to do. I'm fucking here, boy. There you go. Mets players on my team, but I'm making it work. <laughs> That's it's funny. Cause since I've become a league manager of my own fan, uh, like fantasy and I don't do, I never did football my own and baseball this is my first one. It's like, I root for the league more than myself. Mm. Like I love when just, I, cause I just love when it's competitive. Cause that makes everybody sure. coming back. And we've our retention, I think out of 12 teams is the same 10 and we always have to replace maybe one or two, but it's pretty yeah. good. Uh, but yeah, you're, you're definitely climbing up the charts, which is amazing. Um, yeah. So fancy football, uh, on the rise, uh, what is it? August starts draft. So, cause yeah. already in, uh, in th- there's three games now, not four preseason games. So it's going to be fun, uh, to start talking about that on the pod. Maybe we'll start our utility players. Maybe we'll do us four, maybe six more people I like friends or family. Yeah, Gravy said he started a league. Yeah. You did? Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I deleted it because I kind of messed up on some of the settings. I have to restart it. But yeah. uh, I was that was going into my factoring of how many leagues I was going to do. But if you guys want to do that, I'm down. I got some guys that uh, from from Iowa. Um, yeah, that want to do a league, so we can figure that out. Oh no, we we have to get in a league yeah, to at least have, have us four. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm like in my head. I'm like, all right. Last year I did three. I used to do one with the office, so that's out. Utility players will replace that one, and then I'll like jump around for. Gives us good. good. We can talk about it all season. Hundred yeah. percent bragging rights so. too. Love I try it. to yeah. keep it between like three, three teams max. I, like Gravy said, I've done a season where I have like five teams, but I mean that's too much. You try and get the same players on each team some way, somehow it never works out. Yeah. And then you got one player on one team that goes off, but then you're facing him in, in another league and it's just, it, it's too much back and forth. So, I mean, I'm probably going to keep it like two max three this year, if anything. So yeah, it's, it's nuts, but I mean, it's, what, it's a good kind of nuts. Pause. What I will pause. What I did do last year that was fun with uh, a few buddies. Uh, we did an eight-man fan duel, and it was ten dollars a week. Um, so you saw like instant results. So you pick yeah, your cool. roster. We used to Dude. do that with Ortiz. Yeah, bro. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was the first time I did it, and out of sixteen, well, let's call it seventeen regular weeks. I think we only did it like thirteen, maybe like fourteen, fifteen, because we missed a couple. Mm-hmm. I won like five or six. So if you do the math. You know, you win once, it pays for half the season. You win yeah. twice, you profited. So I was able to win like five times and I profited like 300 bucks. I made more nice. money in that one than I did in my other three ESPN leagues. So that's definitely yeah. something that, whether it's five <laughs> or 10 bucks, it just makes you feel, it feels like if you if you win a couple times, which is the odds are in your favor, if you choose smart, you know, mm-hmm. you can get your money back pretty quickly. Um, let's jump into Bet the fo- uh, Fort real quick. He's been on fire. Uh, two and one last week, uh, I believe. Right, confirm that. Uh, right, my boy's like sixty. Yeah, sixty three percent. About. Yeah, right. Uh, somebody's gotta gotta keep track. So, um, bet the fourth this week. What picks do you have? I know. Obviously, as we get into the end of summer, we're we're at dire need for some uh, some sport games. So, if you get creative with MLS, which he won on the Sounders last week, if you want to do some. Olympic games, whatever. It's it's your segment. You get to pick yeah, whatever you want. I was I was honestly looking at some of the Olympic like basketball games and shit, but like I don't know much about other countries' basketball and, and whatnot besides like the overseas players we have here. But um pretty good UFC uh card this weekend. I don't know anyone besides uh the main card uh or the main event, Uriah Hall, uh and Strickland. Uh I texted my brother a little bit about it. Um we saw Uriah Hall here in Jacksonville. He's he's a monster. So he's the underdog, though. He's a plus one eighty, but I'm still taking him over Strickland. Hopefully, it's a it's a two round, three round fight, and Hall can get the knockout. Because uh, as our UFC expert was saying, if it goes farther than mm-hmm. that, it, it might be a, a little tougher. Um, baseball. We're about to get into the dog days of August. Um, taking Giants over the Dodgers. Big series. Somehow the Giants are in first place in that division with the Dodgers and the Padres. Padres got better adding um, second baseman from the Padres. He leads the league in hits. I don't even know who he is, but leading the league in hits is, is big. And then um, tomorrow there's a CONCACAF game, uh, soccer, uh, Mexico and Canada. I am taking Mexico. It's the Gold Cup. Mexico. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Mexico, so, who CONCACAF they play? is over. 
there oh that's all that's all there's so many ESPN and it said yeah. CONCACAF so there's well, so yeah. many I think you it know might be you know like more the... about it than me so <laughs> yeah it's the gold there's so many sure. I'm like 99% sure it's the gold cup yeah yeah I think the right. gold because I think what it is is the CONCACAF was like the North American sports or, yeah. or Central and North and then yeah, this one gold. is all it's of America yeah it's wild it's so, just so you, many because you said Mexico and Canada so. correct yeah yeah so the funny thing about this tournament which USA is playing Qatar. I don't know yeah. if you said that or not. I was reading. Yeah. No. Um, Qatar is only in now? this tournament because they're hosting the World Cup. So the yeah. host country, <laughs> the host country that year can enter Auto- any tournament. Yeah, hey, they automatically make ben, it. Ben's not here to defend himself. Don't piss him off. He'll he'll no. hear us and hop back no. on. No, I'm just kidding. If you're the host country. You know you can, how it had to do with money. Yeah. So Pat McAfee has been on like, hey, USA, we're entering the fucking Euros when we host the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so much funnier because he calls them the Europe's. The Europe's. Dude. That's funny as hell. Bro, I've listened to okay, Pat McAfee yeah. and we've been talking about it more in group chats. He yeah. is this him. Okay, so Roman Reigns is the greatest in like in in ring thing to happen to WWE in, in months, if not years. Pat mm-hmm. McAfee on the microphone. Oh my goodness! I'm I can't he's wait. His flowers, bro. This guy is gonna make so much money with WWE because he's gonna get to the point where he's gonna become too big, and Vince McMahon doesn't yeah. like that guys get bigger. Uh-huh. But he is such a personality. He has charisma. He has like small jokes, inside jokes, like whatever <laughs> it is. He is just so funny all the time. Where people on Twitter are like tweeting real things that he says and i'm just like you know he knows nothing about that he was just kidding yeah. right like no, i saw somebody oh sorry he's, he... no 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 go ahead <laughs> i get go fucking ahead. hype when we talk about max i do too <laughs> go ahead he, he says it's for the live yeah i'm here uh, oh, okay. okay um he said on his show multiple times he's like he's kept out of the dark and like people who are haters are gonna be like oh like those are fabricated like He's acting, but he, no, he's not. He doesn't go to any of the meetings. He said, which gives, gives him a little heat backstage. Like they make fun of him and make jokes. Doesn't go to any of the meetings. He just shows up late, later than everyone else and goes and goes, obviously goes over little notes. So he knows little things, but like, he doesn't know any of the storylines like that or like who's going to come out. Like he didn't know Zena was coming out. Like that's, and he said, I prefer that because you're going to get the most authentic Genuine, version of me. Yeah. Yeah, and it's going to be great. Awesome. So, Bro, I forget. I'm, I freaking love that guy. I forgot what he said, but somebody tweeted it and, like, stat checked him. And, like, I read the tweet and I watched it and I was like, yo, bro, he literally, like, it's sometimes when I say, like, talk shit to my friends, like, I'll say things for a fact and it's like, oh, because I know. But some things I just be saying things just to see if you, like, listen to me and, like, are, are paying attention. And he said something so outlandish the other day. And I'm just like, that was obviously a joke. Somebody like tried to like stat check him. And I'm like, bro, he's obviously kidding. Like he had no idea what he was talking about. He just likes to sound smart. And like, if you don't know that about that personality, you're like, Oh, what is he talking about? But it's like, bro, of course he doesn't know. He's just, he's doing this for fun and he's really good at it than people who actually try to do this stuff. Yeah. He's brilliant. He's been great. And I hope he continues for a very long time. He's definitely injected some some life into that program. I'm I'm watching more. I mean, I always kept up with WWE, maybe more so on Bleacher Report than anything else in like the past few months. 
but I've been watching every single SmackDown. <laughs> Bro, the fact it. that he calls it SmackDown. Yeah, that's all. Ro- that's rolling, rolling lad. Yeah, dude, I was di- dude. Every time you were saying that the other day, I was dying. I was just like, <laughs> that's just a little thing when you're listening to whether it's you know when I listen to play by play John Sterling or the quirkiness mm-hmm. he does. Like it's yeah. all about that because you're you you know you visually watch and then obviously or listen and and audibly and sometimes the little things just make oh yeah the smallest details better. So even non fans are like going home. Yeah. And- making up John Sterling home run calls and shit like that. Yeah, like, they're outlandish. They're they're so yeah. yeah, they're so supposed that's to That's his Pittsburgh stuff, though. He does that a lot on his show. Does he? Like, they all yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah I, I've, I've been trying to – I've been following him since you mentioned. I, I mm-hmm. literally started following him uh, once we started the podcast because I wasn't that – I was aware of him, but I wasn't into him. So the fact that he joined this is – yeah, it's amazing. It's fun. Um, bet the four three picks uh, this week. Yeah, there's not much stuff going on that I know. No, about. no problem. I don't Dude, even know much about baseball. So not betting on the Olympics, <laughs> bro. I haven't even watched it. <laughs> like, no. yeah, I've been trying didn't... to keep it on the whole day. That's what that's what you have to do. You just gotta throw it on. They can like leave it on and then just watch the highlights, the hour loop of highlights. Yeah, I'll probably tune into it eventually. I, I don't know. Maybe down the line. I'll see. But Simone Biles ain't right. anymore. So, yo, you got Kanye in your shirt, bro? Oh, yeah. First time, first time I've seen Kanye all, all week. Do you think this guy really li- uh, <laughs> lives in Mercedes-Benz Superdome? Nah, what? You, you, think, you think he just woke up and went to a game? No, there's a report. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're saying. There's reports that he set up like a quarters, a living quarters in the arena. So he's been recording uh, I, his album. Anything that sounds like outlandish, I, uh, I nowadays I tend to just reject. So like I probably did I just hear that and just. Happen. But but it's exactly. Kanye though. So like I mean he was exactly. in Wyoming in the middle of nowhere for his. Why album, wouldn't so. see? You're saying like why wouldn't he live underneath? Yeah, the, why wouldn't he be in there? The Mercedes-Benz you know? I mean, Stadium. Just drop the album, buddy. Like please. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's about time now. Uh, Before did you see we get the, the photographer I was gonna say let's get to trending in? stuff. What photographer that snuck into Some, the game into, or Donda? No, oh, yeah, he yeah, snuck yeah. into the the uh, live listening event. He had like nah. his camera, like because I guess he is a photographer, so he has like good cameras and shit. So he had all his cameras set up. He got like a picture of the uh, Donda thing and like cut it up and just like put it on his leg and just straight walked in through everything. They didn't yeah. check him or nothing, and he got some. Pretty good pictures. Like yeah, was... I always love watching those stories of guys that do that. Yeah, he's like, I had a better seat than Kim K. <laughs> he turns around and shooting, and they're all right there. <laughs> Dude. Oh man. Um, let's roll with that. Rolling loud. Have you guys seen any fun things? Obviously, uh <laughs> yes, Jules got engaged. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Bro, I don't even know like when they started dating and when they met or whatnot, but like yeah. that, that's it was kind of fast. But hey, hey, I can't judge. Love is love. <laughs> yeah, I can't judge. <laughs> so, no, I've seen a lot of videos. Uh, some of my boys were there. My cousin was there. Um, it definitely seemed like a great event. If you want to catch COVID, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, whoever threw a shoe at the baby is kind of messed up. 
He dodges that shit. How do you, how do you dodge it so quick? And then Noah was an Adida. And then say the word Adida. Who Adida. threw that goddamn Adida? And it's funny because that's what I, I just refer to it that as. Dusty an ass Adida. It's like, is one shoe Adida and then plural is Adidas? <laughs> I've seen a Makes few sense. tweets about that. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, I mean, yeah, it seemed pretty live. There was a bunch of people there from, from my sources, but. I don't know. They were all like, you should have stayed this, this and that. But I mean, that's like one of the first like festivals slash concerts slash like events, like big time like that. And I don't know, man, it just, it looked nuts. Uzi Vert's still killing it, man. Like years later. I mean, he's going to continue killing it. I'm into his music just from a, like a, I guess a foundational, like I'm not super into before mainstream, just kind of his mainstream stuff. And I liked it. But like the fact that he, I feel like he hasn't come out with much over the last few years that I've listened to, right? That doesn't mean he hasn't come out with hits. But like the fact that he could still rock a stage is pretty, is pretty dope, you know, at a young age. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I heard Post Malone was out there with no shoes. (laughs) Post Malone, man, he's going to live, he's going to live more lives than we ever could dream of. Like he's only like what, not even 30 and he's lived three lives already, four lives. (laughs) It seems guys just keeps him, involving like a Pokemon. Hey, I just want to say, because I thought of this. <laughs> Not that we have to shut it down, but uh, I think you could definitely tell this is the first time we were all together in a while because this might be a two-hour episode. Nah, I'm timing it. <laughs> uh, all right, cool, cool. <laughs> That's it's an hour and a half. It, it feels like clock, it, but like, hey. Oh, shit, we are fucking rambling over here. All yeah, right, man, so let me get my twenty-five. Yeah, it's a big episode. I love it. No, but that's it. It we're we're about wrapping it up. Let me uh, go on the yeah, trending topics that, that I have. <laughs> let me go on the trending topics that I have, so I could come kind of get mine out of the way. Um, I watched Space Jam the other day, and though my nephew was obsessed with it, obviously it's his generation, uh, quote unquote, Space Jam, uh, Michael Jordan Space Jam for me uh obsessed with it now all of a sudden he wants to play basketball which i bought him a like a basketball hoop years ago now he wants to play on it so uh i don't know if you guys seen it i enjoyed it Uh, i could definitely see the cheesy quirkiness in it in lebron as a human being um or what the writers wrote it as i thought they could have done a better job writing it as far as making it cooler but hey you're writing to five-year-olds you're writing to 50-year-olds it's very hard to have the perfect script. Uh, Little Nas X video, seen it, loved it. Uh, the whole controversy with, you know, this is my theory on it and this is my only topic that I have, is for years that Old Town Road was big, a lot of mom and dads loved that song and they loved that their kids loved it. Yep. And guess what? That same person, who he is really, is not who you want your kids listening to, not who I want my kids listening to, because I appreciate who he is. He's genuine, doesn't have a bad ounce of what he's trying to project. He's just trying to be himself. And this guy got crucified and continues to do. So he put out a video. If you haven't seen it, Lil Nas X, and who's the other rapper? Uh, Jake. Is, um, is uh, that one with Jack Harlow? Jack Harlow. Dude, yeah, I, I love it. it. From a visual standpoint, watch it after we're done, because I want to, I want to, talk to you about it or and, and gravy if you watch it but I, I love the visuals of it i love the concept i love the the social um you know agenda about it gravy have you seen that video or, or kind of heard that song at all 
Okay. It's kind of my, I like when society gets pissed off. So like, I'm all for it as long as you're not hurting anybody, but this resonates with me even more. Meaning he was somebody that made a great song and then you guys, America wanted to paint as something else. And guess what? He's not. So let him be creative. That's all I got to say. Those are my topics for the week. I'm, I'm a big fan of Jack Harlow. Uh, I like Jack Harlow. I think he's funny as fuck. Uh, he was in some interview and he was like, I like it to get, I like to party. I like to kick it with girls. I like to kick it with dudes. <laughs> and just like yeah, him man. and Drewski, him and Drewski is like one of the funniest com- combos ever. Like yeah. just this shit. And he, I mean, he just be going by life. I don't think he's really realized how big he is yet. Just like coming from Kentucky and small town and shit like that. So hopefully he stays like that for a couple of more years. Cause once it goes so away, you, you lose sight of all that. Yep. Any topics on your guys' ends before we wrap up? Um, I think we went over what I had. Oh, uh, Cummington and Usman, UFC 268 yeah. November. Finally. I freaking uh, I don't like Colby Cummington, so I'll be rooting for it, Usman. It's all an act. Um, they're saying yeah. uh, Madison Square Garden, maybe. I'm hoping it's all in Vegas because it's in November, so I'll be I'm in Vegas for, for my birthday. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and uh, – so whoever wants to join, join. Who cares? Um, and, I mean, the only thing I can really think of is uh, what we talked about on episode 23 regarding Cuba. All that stuff is still going on, whether you see it on your news feeds, whether you see it, people posting on Instagram or whatnot. It's it's still going on. Um, just Cuban government is making it a lot harder, almost impossible for people to share that stuff. So just kind of – and I'm not saying that because I'm Cuban or anything, just – I'm saying that just because people need to educate themselves on really what's going on. And I also say that to myself, I'm kind of subtweeting myself because I need to do the same thing. But if you can read something that isn't about your daily lives or something that really pertains to you, the more education, the more knowledge you have, it's only going to make you a better person overall and you'll feel better about yourself. So just learn whatever you want, pick something for the week and, and read about it and just read about what people go through outside of here, or read about something that you don't know about because that's the only thing you're going to have later on the road. Agreed. Don't want to forget to give our guy, uh, DJ Kuzno a shout out. Hey, he well, super interactive fan. feeding music for the soul. Yes. Thank his, you. Uh, for plugging that. Cloud. Yeah. No, I, I listened to a little bit of it. Yeah, I did too. One of my, I one of my boys is a uh, is a DJ, so whenever guys are putting stuff out, I always like to listen to a little bit. Didn't listen to it all, but I uh, did definitely check out some different parts, and I liked it. So you guys go check that out it's on his IG page. Guys, if uh, you know, after doing this podcast and what we talked about the last twenty five episodes, I don't know DJ Kuzmo personally, and there's a few others that I talk uh, to probably weekly or daily on from the WWE podcast that I listen to, but. It's like, it's like so genuine and organic when, when you get people that like, you know, you have mutual interests that are like, Hey man, I'm doing this. All right. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a listen. And then all of a sudden you don't tell that person or follow up with that person and they listen every single time. And it's like, yeah. that's now, now you're, they're your friend. It's like, I don't know yeah. this guy. We, we grew up in New York, New Jersey. We've root for the same teams. We kind of probably have more, but it's like, I don't know him personally. And it's like, I talk to him <laughs> more than most of my friends now because <laughs> that's what it is. And that's the beautiful thing about this podcast. And I appreciate it is people like that is I didn't force him to watch, listen. 
I listen to him more than anything because he's always on the pod, other podcasts interacting. But thank you, DJ. You're definitely one of the guys like a Feinberg, and and we'll be remiss to even mention Feinberg, you know, on this because he's somebody we wanted to have on the podcast, and we'll we want to do some interviews with people that listen to it weekly, which we yeah. will start actually doing that after episode uh, 25 is having people that listen to us be on the podcast. We're definitely going to make that happen. So uh, continue to listen to us and we want to have you on because, you know, there's no point if there's no listeners at the end of the day. So. Right. Yeah. Definitely surprised with the people who do listen, you know, weekly or daily, or, you know, even check it out little bits and pieces here and there and surprised with the people who don't. So it works both ways. I, I agree. Well said. With that, surprise at <laughs> the people that don't. Uh, that, 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 you, that was not. A no, shot. no, no. And, and, <laughs> and it and it's fine. We don't we don't ask people to yeah, you know no. I guess our closest friends or family to listen to every episode. Obviously things come up, but like I mean you know support each other a, as much as you can. That's what what we try to do. Uh, yeah, podcasts aren't. Yeah, exactly what I was just about to say. But hey, look, (laughs) if you don't listen to it, you don't watch it. But if you share it or talk about it, hey, yeah, it'll be for someone else. That's cool. This shit, this shit shit is not for everybody, bro. Absolutely, no. I I I get both ways. I will never be selfish and be like, oh, if you don't listen to us, die. But hey, maybe. (laughs) Man, so he gets both ways. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, do you you guys think I should Facetime Ben at his uh, anniversary dinner and put him on the podcast? (laughs) That's that's a way to I would absolutely not do that. So don't I was gonna say, would you rather lose a hand or a foot? I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna say that's a fast way to have Emily not be okay with episode him being on episode nah, twenty six. Nah, nah. Listen, I'm very tight with the family. They like me more than they like Mandy, so <laughs> I'm chilling. <laughs> All right, well, we're at uh, about one thirty five, one forty. Hand we'll or foot. on that note. Hey, those who are listening right now, if you're not sleeping, wake the fuck up. <laughs> Would you rather lose a hand or a foot? <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> this guy out of here. Oh, damn. So the re- <laughs> I turned my head and my face looked like that meme of James Harden when Ron Artest elbowed him. <laughs> that was pretty fucking hard, too. Jesus. That was an elbow. Uh, Queensbridge. Oh yeah, it's a Queensbridge elbow. That wraps up episode 25. We appreciate you guys. Uh, this is kind of for the listeners and uh, we hope to have uh, listeners on as we move forward. More interviews. We do officially have booked this week for next episode, a special guest on that has to do with some betting. And I think it'll be an interactive interview and, and we'll have some fun for episode 26, but that's it. We appreciate your time guys. Talk Let's to you next it. time. Peace. Peace.